Greetings, plant-based stars. Pele Mocha here, plant-based astrology podcast, Knowing Self Naturally. <sighs> Breathing. Today we're talking about a touchy topic, touchy taboo, and it's about relationship with parental figures, and it's about... Okay, so I just want to share this experience that I've had as someone... Okay, so there are... Again, like, there are those of us who are starseeds. We're, we're very bright. We have very bright auras. We have very powerful energy. We're very etheric. We're very interdimensional. We're very um, precocious. We're like savants. Or some people use the term autistic. There are many different ways of describing it. Also, like, neurodivergent, you know, um being on the spectrum. We're all on the spectrum because it's all a spectrum. <laughs> There's just like you're on the autistic spectrum or you're wherever. Um, but so we have this like charismatic energy because we came into this world to just shine, right? And then so oftentimes we're really talented and a lot of times our creativity can be stifled by the people around us, by the authority figures as well. So this goes to even, yeah, like school. Okay, I have to share an experience that I had that was super traumatic when I was younger, but now it's honestly kind of funny. Um, but literally, I was sitting in this art class, okay, and... I was with my, like, three best friends in, like, fifth grade. This is, like, the most wild experience. And we were at the red table. All the different tables had different names of different colors. So we were at the red table. And then how they would do seating charts is they would have, they would have, oh, seat red, A, B, C, D. Um, so in this world, right? So... We are starting to do perspective drawing, or kind of still life drawing, basically. So it's like, draw what you see. Oh my gosh, I'm getting so emotional thinking about this, but honestly, it's not even, it's not even a big deal. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, we're basically just sitting there, and basically, me and my friends would just talk the entire class, right? It's like, yeah, I would draw stuff, but I was mostly talking, because it's art class and you're allowed to talk, right? <laughs> <laughs> when I'm younger, so, uh, but yeah, also doing art, of course, anyways, basically, we had a substitute art teacher one time, and, uh, I went, she went on to teach higher grades as well, when I was in those grades, um, but she, she was a substitute art teacher, and she, basically, so, we I was drawing this Coke can, right, unfortunately, um, so that's what it was, and it was just sitting there, and then I just, I looked at it, and then I drew this, like, fold line, just, like, down, and then under the bottom for the rim, right? And I honestly nailed the proportions. I remember, because I looked at it, and I was like, this is so minimalist, right? It was, like, a single gesture line, right? Like, maybe I could shade it, but then <laughs> immediately the teacher sees it, and she's like, She's like, seeing you draw like this makes me think that you just don't care about what you're doing. And I was like, oh my god, like, why would you think that I don't care about my art? Like, and then I literally just started crying in my class. 
<laughs> and, like, the, the people around me, like, at our table, like, just saw me. And it was fine, but I was just, like, crying because the teacher told me that it looked like I didn't care because she was like, well, if you cared, then you would start drawing lighter and you would gradually get darker. And I was like, okay, I guess that kind of makes sense. But, um, I mean, I'm an artist. Like, anything that I do is going to be what I want it to be. So, exactly. I've had weird confrontations with art teachers a lot through my life because I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you're teaching me art, but also I do whatever the fuck I want because this is art. Like, y'all, y'all going to try and, like, initiate me into a school of doing a patterned art, like, a certain way, like, I don't know, it just, it seems like it loses the enthusiasm at that point, it's like, it's like, I feel like art school is supposed to be rebellious, like, art school should be, like, none of the students doing what the professors are saying, right, but everyone still hangs out and they understand, and you do still learn, right, it's like, just because I choose not to do it your way doesn't mean I don't learn why you're teaching me that way, right? Because it's like, I, sometimes to to learn it, we have to really experience it. Like, I have to experience being, and this is because I have, I have sun conjunct Jupiter, so, or not conjunct, uh, square, sun square Jupiter. So that's going to be an aspect to where all, <laughs> like, all your lessons are experiential, because you have to experience it, like, Jupiter is all about experiences, like, spiritual experiences, traveling experiences, but, like, peak experiences, and then it's square sun, so it's, like, a learning experience with your actions and behaviors, so it's, like, you're always creating learning experiences for yourself, but then you learn how to get through shit and get through life, though, by doing that. It's a square. It's solid. It's a solid foundation, so never forget, there's Always a blessing, blessing, and a curse to everything. There's a blessing and a curse to everything. And that's that's why when you really get into yin yang, it's like, oh, there's a blessing and a curse to everything. Or the Zen is like, oh, you find these horses and then your child breaks their leg. And then the people come and they're trying to recruit soldiers and then your child can't go because he has a broken leg, and you're like, okay. like be a stoic (laughs) all the levels but oh yeah we're talking about authority figures basically i was saying like so also a lot of times teachers and other authority figures are actually projecting onto you as a child or they're like it's them it's not anything that you have to deal with but due to the power dynamics of the situation it just becomes awkward because it's like Okay, so I'm, like, maybe I'm not even really talented. Maybe I'm just in my own zone, right? Like, don't judge it. I mean, obviously, you want to look at the art to see where they're at. But be open-minded about what they're creating. See it for what it is. Don't see it for how it upholds to some kind of system. Which is, it's been conditioned, like, through the school system. Like, I understand why that exists. But it's like, okay, let's just mm, remove program. Don't need that. Like, we're, we want refinement, yes, but we don't want, we don't want commodification or, like, total conformatization. We want to have that aspect where people are free to just be alive and be unique, right? That the, 
point of irreducible rascality within the back of the mind of each of human. To where you know, like honestly, especially for people listening, listening to this podcast, it's like you know, like if you decided to fuck someone up, they would be lucky to get out of that alive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, it's like, it's like, honestly, like, I would never do that. But I could destroy you, you know? Like, it's like, it's having that, like, that knowing of, like, you know, Loki Savage, I mean, have you been to the astral plane? Like, people be walking around with spiritual gangster shirts, and I'm like, are you a spiritual gangster, though? Because people be out here in these esoteric streets. Some of them really be gangsters. Some of them, some of them not. What? But, but oh yeah, it be real up in the esoteric streets. <laughs> wherever you, wherever you frequent, hmm, the marketplace. Yeah, where you, where you be at. <laughs> Which plane of reality? This one. We're on this plane of reality. And everything is formulated to the precise conditions of ripening and nourishment of your inner soul so it can blossom. This is like, like how it's like, it's like pruning a flower petal. It's like, why would you prune a flower petal? It depends. I mean, obviously there would be a time when you would, but... It's like, at what point? Because sometimes they start pruning when it's still, like, young and growing. And it's like, no, give it a chance. Let it grow. Let it be. Let it shine. Let it blossom. Okay? And we can grow, um, we can grow, uh, what is it called? Compostable fake flowers that are eco-friendly. So then if you don't want to necessarily actually grow it or you don't want it to be alive, but you could still have like something that's like, you know, like the feeling of the compostable bags, but like you can make it thicker or more rough and have different textures on it. And then you could have it be different colors and it would be flowers and it could be flowers that you would never have to water or like they would just always survive, but they're also not plastic, like right? It's like, can we get over the plastic? Like, (laughs) it's just, it's too much. It's too much. Um, but yeah, like, like alternate materials, like hemp, different fibers, bamboo, wool. I mean, but then also, yeah, exactly. Like having a felt stem. Mm. Yeah. I'm just really having fun with this because yeah, I want a bouquet of plastic flowers because you can spray them with any different type of perfume (laughs) honestly if y'all haven't heard the front bottoms before i don't know i don't know if we can talk i don't know if we could be friends like you have to at least have heard a song because they 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 explain so much like they explain so much you just it helps me breathe, you know? And music is good. I've been fasting for music lately, like, just because the apps were getting, like, way too intense. I was like, oh my gosh, okay, hold on, slow down. I want to get to where I can, like, download one track. Like, I just want to download one, I just want to get the song off of one, one source, like, a music store, 
that it's like, okay, I just download this onto my device, and I don't necessarily need access to every song ever, everywhere, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, I love going in airplane mode, too, because it's, like, simplify. Like, what do I actually need to do? Because it'll, you get sucked in, people get, people be getting sucked in everywhere, everywhere you look. People, it's like, I know some people, just having it on your person, you can feel the aura of it. Like how much the, like the technology, these are just signal emitters and everyone's emitting their frequencies and your phone is just an extension of that. So it just amplifies you, (laughs) which is kind of cool. I mean, it's cool. Like as ways of expression, that's what I'm saying. I think phone and tech culture could be a lot more fun and a lot more interesting if it was plant-based like literally just that literally just that because being plant-based makes your human body vessel more sensitive to more subtle frequencies so we can start experimenting with more subtle lower frequencies and not have to be blasting everything all the time right like think about context and for optimizing your life like don't wouldn't you rather be more sensitive to your environment so that you don't have to depend on things outside of you it's like That's why it would be great to have a cat, because if you have a dog, then they can be a deterrent and they can bark um, and, yeah, be a deterrent. But also, dogs could be easily tricked, right? Like, you could just give the dog food, maybe. I don't know. But if you have a cat, the cat is going to let you know that someone's there right? So you can figure that shit out. The cat will just, you know, paw your face a little bit. And you're like, oh shit, okay. Boom. Presence. Awareness. Awareness is so more subtle levels. Like, it doesn't have to be so um, aggressive. I just feel like it's so aggressive. I'm like, fuck. Literally, I don't know. It's like, am I just, am I just someone that's like, hating on Aries energy, because it's kind of just Aries energy, I feel like it's Aries energy that's just being like, hey, do this, do this, do this, and it's like, um, I'm not, I'm not trying to throw shade, I, I do like Aries, it's just, it's like, I feel like the Aries energy is being abused in some way, it's like, that's not what Aries is for, Aries is for, like, when it's really important, then they just come through. <laughs> like, they're just there. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I feel like it's, like, it doesn't have to be that with everything. Like, we gotta let each sign, even, like, in marketing, like, each sign has to show its piece. I know the marketing is getting better, but I, I'm seriously... For, for advertisements, it's more about the values of the actual companies and the actual... The qualities of the companies. <clears throat> like, what do they believe in? What do these companies believe in and invest in? That's it. It's, like, just the way... The same way humans have to, like, be part of community to to be a part of a larger ecosystem. Companies have to do that as well. We can't put them on this pedestal and say, Oh, hey, corporations don't have to give anything back. Even though if it was a person and I was giving them 40 hours a week... <laughs> I would want to be given back energy, right? But because corporations are non-entities or whatever, right? So that's how they have more rights. And that's what makes it fucked up. So we want to, like, re-entify corporations and, like, humanify them. 
and and befriend them and build relationships with them, which is starting to happen more and more. Um, but it's just, to me, I'm like, it's so much stimuli. Like, everyone's talking about everything going exponential right now, all this AI machine learning, like, it's like, okay, so we have, like, mad computing power. Now what do we want to do? And I'm like, go plant-based. It's the next step. Literally, it's the next step. <laughs> go plant-based. And then technology starts getting real fucking integratable, bro. Right? It's like, it's like I don't want to, I don't want to have this, like, foreign, like, spider-like parasite type of being, like, like, crawling around all over my shit. Like, I want to have something that's more like a cat <laughs> or I don't know, like, like the energy of like, hey, we chillin', we chillin'. Like, I see you. I see that you're alive kind of because of AI stuff, but we chillin'. We have a really great relationship. We have good boundaries, right? Like all this kind of stuff. Like, I guess like being a friend with your AI persona. Yeah, I could, I could see doing that. Um, and, like, even integrating more wearables, but if it's gonna be just zapping me, bro, like, no, I can't do that. Like, people out here with these smartwatches, I'm like, bruh, you got 4G phone Bluetooth connected to your watch? My aura is just cringing thinking about that. Like, I just can't. I can't. I can't do that. Like, that's wild. Um, but anyway, like, finding different frequencies, because I'm sure there's one that I could do that would be better for practicing telepathy. I'm down for practicing telepathy with phones, too. Like, if it could be sensitive to pick up my brainwaves that I could send at it, right? Then we could start with visualizations. And then have them become increasingly complex. Visualizations. <coughs> Yeah, I don't really know where that was going. <clears throat> Something about creativity, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so just noticing the details. Noticing the details. And, yeah, more, more eco-friendly sourcing. Like, we want positive relationships with how we source materials from the earth, right? So we want to be responsible and kind and have reverence and say, thank you, and offer exchange and ritualistic value. And just, it's like the native practices. It's just the native practices. And having the, like the shaman is, is the one who, you know, in Rome, how they would have, they would temporarily make a dictator in times of crisis or war right? And then it would go back to Parliament. It can be like the shaman becomes dictator in time of crisis, right? I think we're in a time of crisis. I think we should emergency appoint um, some kind of native tribal leader chief to be the president. It's like, oh, you have an actual American that's a president of America now? Oh, shit. Yeah, they're a Native American. Their bloodlines go back through the land. Yeah. 
Put them in a position of power, true power. Yeah. Exactly. And support them. And listen to them. They just want everything to be the best for everyone and for the earth. That's it. That's all we want. That's all all of us want. It's it's right here. It's right here. Like how are they going to respond to the to the tribunal? You got to respond. You got to respond. You got to actually do something. Right? President talking about race issues. That's a baby step, but come on now. Come on now. You got to actually do something. Right? You send in these native kids to college. Eh. Bro, you tried to get them in boarding schools anyway. Now you want them to, oh, not have to pay to go to the same boarding schools that you conditioned them from when they were younger? No. We want harmonization. We want... Native culture is so important because of the traditions and the stories and the teachings. It's because their culture was spirituality. It's like Hinduism. Like, in Hinduism in India... Spirituality is just culture. Here, it's more different and segmented. It's like, oh, there's there's different religions, but then there's, like, academia, and then there's, like... I mean, it's becoming more globalized now, too, of course, but, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, the Hindu religion and philosophy is the same. Whereas, you have philosophy, and then you have religion in the West, and it's different. Yeah, the Sufis, the Sufis too. All the mystery teachings. It's the stories, it's the stories, and it's the practices. It's connecting with the elements. Having reverence for the land that we cross. Being nomadic, being nomadic. Like, humanity just stopped being nomadic. It's like, y'all, that was really working for us really well. That was really working. Bro, they had tribes. They had tribes that were so close together, and they spoke totally different base-level languages. Like, the entire structure and format, like, the difference between uh, English and, like, East Asian languages, like, the symbols... Like, that different, but they were within 500 miles of each other. And then they would, like, have gatherings and and do rituals of trading stuff. Like, like if you had just more people and more tribes, I think it really could have... Like, if all of the settlers decided to just, like, become Native American, like, that would have been a way better approach, I feel like. Just throwing that out there. Like, if they became Native Indians then they you could still have like your your european mind and be analyzing things and always wanting to make them better but you could do it from a grounded perspective of realizing the the relationship with nature <laughs> instead of this abstract concept of being oh i'm going to extract this resource <laughs> because i want it and <laughs> give it to me it's more like what is necessary? Like, do we need to be killing all these trees? Like, no, we got options, y'all. We got options. Like, I live in a van, bro. That's called options. That's called options. 
trees don't have to die for cars to be made. What if everyone just started living in cars? Nomads. It's like your horse-drawn carriage, bro. I feel like this isn't a novel concept. Like, people would have their horse and their carriage, and they would keep all their stuff in it, and they would live out of it, and maybe they would go to motels and inns and stuff. If you want to do that, you can. Or you can set it up so you just live in it completely. And then having infrastructure built around that so that people have resources for, like, cleaning your car and having resources for, um, yeah, just, like, the lifestyle that, like, like having places that you can use the bathroom sometimes, even if you pay to use the bathroom. Like, I would pay $5 to use, to use the bathroom in a clean bathroom. Like, if guaranteed it was clean every time I went in there, five bucks. Easy. Like, um... Like, let, that's the kind of infrastructure. Like, the, the, anyways, like, we can, we can start designing infrastructure, like, so, so blended. Like, I see all these cars out here, like, these new electric vehicles and stuff, and electric vehicles can talk to each other really well. And with the cameras, and they're all aware of each other. So having that like built in with systems, I mean, we already have it, but this is what I'm talking about. So we have the new gas stations become eco-friendly charge stations, eco-friendly charge stations, but they're also alkaline for your body. So you go in there and it's like, there's just produce and like dry fruit and nuts and juice and ice, and whatever, I mean, people will have, but let it be, let it be vegan, let it be plant-based, let it be natural, let it be organic, for all the, for all the eco-charge stations, right, and then you, there's, like, there's, like, literally a yoga studio in there, so you could drop in, do a quick yoga class if you want, you could have, like, 30-minute classes during peak times of the day, right, and then you have, um, I mean, depending on how far you want to take it, you could potentially have cannabis bar. I don't know how people would go for that. You Maybe, maybe, you know, maybe not. Um, but you could have, basically, like, you charge your car, and it takes, like, an hour to charge. So you go in, and you just hang out. You, like, do yoga. It's like a bookstore. You could just buy a book. Um, yeah. And the person who's the person who you go in to talk to, it's like, it's all yoga teachers. Like, you go in there, and it's just, everyone's a yoga teacher, and you're like, this is dope. (laughs) This is dope. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, and then you, or people are like, well, because think about how much people's lives would switch. Everyone would basically become a digital nomad um, in, in some way or another in some way or another, because it grants you location freedom. Once you have location freedom, then you can go anywhere, anytime you want, forever. So that's something that's really worth investing in for me. So I'm like, okay, the more we can be nomads, I mean, I'm out here doing it. You can do it with whatever budget you're at, honestly. Like, whatever budget you're at, that is going to be the setup that you have, but you can make it work for you. A lot of it is you have to be brave about breaking cultural norms that are played out and stupid bro it's like people be stressing so hard paying these mortgage rent bills and stuff and like having to work so much like people are so tired and like I feel like people are just exhausted like I feel like that's what I get from people and I'm like yeah because everyone's working themselves way too hard 
So the more we learn to not have to do that as much, <laughs> the more energy we have to actually make our lives better. Like, I'm, I mean, if any of y'all are van life people, seriously, hit me up because we can meet up and really start building this thing because it's a tribe. It's a tribe. We have to have an actual tribe. We have to have a tribe leader. We have to have like the whole council. If you're going to have a temple, tribe, people, nation, whatever, no people, no nations, no religion. <laughs> but it's calling the tribe. It's calling the tribe. <sighs> I can't wait. It's going to be epic. It's going to be epic. Yeah. And then we'll start, because once there's a group of people focused on a cause, it becomes very potent. And I've seen it in an awesome business near where I live. That's just, if I could be a brand ambassador for them, that would be, or basically if, if, if I could find crossover between this audience and that company, it would be dope. I'm thinking about Soul Outdoor. Soul Outdoor. Okay, so it's S-O-U-L, outdoor, and it's literally optimizing the spiritual connection with nature through the way that we access it. So basically like focusing on breathing, right? Focusing on taking care of nature, focusing on responsible camping practices, sustainable camping practices, not going up here and chopping down Christmas trees when there's like four signs saying cutting Christmas trees forbidden here. There's like four signs. People keep coming out here with trees. I've seen probably like 20 people coming out here with trees, cutting trees down for Christmas. It's like, no, there's an area that they have designated that you can do and go do that somewhere else. But up here, there's four signs that say don't do it. But people, I think a lot of people just don't know. And it's like, okay, well, literally, this is a terrible practice anyway. Like, we shouldn't be cutting down trees like this every year just to make it look pretty. I mean, I see how it can be. It can be ceremonial. It absolutely can. Um, but it's, like, if it's drenched in this just, like, religious, like, gross, you know. You know what I'm talking about. It's, like, no thanks, you know. Like, if it's, like, Kwanzaa, you know. <laughs> Kwanzaa. <laughs> the gifts, they come from the earth. So you get, like, beans <laughs> for Kwanzaa. <laughs> you might get some dry mango. <laughs> it's like, yes! <laughs> so I can spin the dreidel. I don't know what this is for, but... <laughs> but we chilling. Right? Because it's, like, it's just a party. Right? But when people get so, like, so religious, like, oh my god, like, can we not just have a fucking party and it not be about a dead person? Like... Oh my god. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So, yeah, I think I'm going to leave y'all there, but... Okay, we're talking about Soul Outdoor, though. I want to actually bring this one in. Um, Soul Outdoor is what I'm talking about. It's like it's like hybrid, hybrid nature. Like, you got mountain bikers out here, backpackers, bikepackers. Bro, if there was more of, like, a, a straight, like, system set up, you could have 
like shuttles where people go with their with you get picked up with your bike and your backpacking gear and they just shuttle you out to like a mountain right they're like we'll pick you back up in a week and you're like all right <laughs> and then you just bike pack for a week get picked up at that spot get dropped to another spot go back to your van go back to your house whatever but people be doing it like i mean honestly if i could afford to have a house right now i would but I just don't want to work as hard as I would have to to have a house right now. So, Because I would rather invest in other things that are not rent. Like, <laughs> um, But yeah. Having that, like, because it's like, it's like, yeah. Soul outdoor. Soul outdoor. Like, go out in the sun. Fucking live your life. Fucking breathe the trees. I feel like breathwork... Here's, here's my thing. Because of my human design profile and because of how my energy is, it's really tough for me to be in public positions where I'm, like, uh, continuously showing up in public. Because it just, it creates tension over time. Like, sometimes it lasts longer. The, the, the least often I'm there, the longer it takes. So... If I'm there five days a week, it'll happen a lot faster than if I'm only there once a week, maybe once every other week. It's like, okay, I've done this. Okay, so Soul Outdoor and being a brand ambassador, I feel like I literally, with my podcast, I just promote the lifestyle. I talk about, like, I could talk about gear. If y'all give me gear, I'll talk about it. Like, I'll I'll do reviews on it. Like, I could review sleeping bags. I could review um, just gear, mattresses, all kinds of stuff. I know I could just do it, but I feel like, why not give it to me for free? And then I could do it. And then y'all could just pay me in, in the product. Because if it's something I believe in, then I would appreciate that. And then I would talk about it. I would be like, this is fucking awesome. But I don't want people necessarily to see me. I don't want to be taking pictures of myself. I could take pictures of other people. And that's where I was thinking, like, I could do outdoor lifestyle branding shoots. Oh, or we could pay someone else to do it. I know someone who will do it. Um... Yeah, because then I wouldn't have to do it. Because it wouldn't be good for me to be the actual photographer. It would be good for me to say, hey, let's invest in having a photographer to do outdoor lifestyle shoots with the clothes that are in the store. The models get to pick one top, one bottom outfit, but they can wear whatever they want for the photo shoot. And then, uh, yeah, you just go out with the photographer and... Just get some great lifestyle shots, print off, print off some huge, like, like six foot, eight foot printouts of people actually in the community that, that volunteered to model in exchange for some clothes. And as you like switch out the, you switch out the, the poster boards, like once a month of people in the community that are like, yeah, fuck yeah, (laughs) I'll model fucking Colorado, (laughs) like, let's go let's go fucking do this (laughs) like people would be so creative it would be so awesome it would be so awesome um and it's like yeah that's a 
that's 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 a bougie spend you know it's like oh we're just gonna pay to have a photographer and like shoot these models and but it's like yeah like think about the value that adds to your company as a brand as a yeah just as a a pillar of the community and and just feeding that back to people and being like hey because I'm thinking of another shop that's similar but different and the kind of advertising that they had in there. Um, I'm basically just like, hey, let's do grassroots advertising. Like, I'm, I'm like, bro, if y'all wanted me to create social media content for you, I could do it. Like, all you'd have to do is just interview people that came in and ask them about their lives. Be like, hey, or, or just have it be an open thing to where it's like, at any time, <clears throat> it could be like, hey, if you want 10% off your order, we'll just like ask you some questions about how you felt in the store and maybe some things about what you like about the outdoors right and then people will that people will come and share and when you do it in a way that's like so empowering it's like oh you could just post those on tiktok boom like at least at least 300k followers at least easy easy it's like that's the level but it's like I can't necessarily be the person to do it because my energy (laughs) like maybe it would I would love to collab and do some creativity between um but yeah we'll see we'll see and it's like there's no rush either like it would be it would be just as dope to build a relationship with a brand in 10 years as it would be to do it now so I'm just letting myself be Capricorn and just be like okay business but what it doesn't matter like whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen and i'm content so sending appreciation to the world and to the sun of course and the mountains yo you know the mountains are calling the mountains are calling so soul outdoor i look forward to hearing you on the next episode